During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, February 17th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Addy O.A. Jr. Joining me is Tim Ma fucking Gettys. What's Tim. up, Les? Let's How's it host. going, man? How's How your you Valentine's Day? Weekend? I was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, not because of Valentine's Day, but just because of circumstance. Went wine tasting for the first time. Oh. Now, many times in my life have I tasted wine, mm-hmm. but this is the first time I've went wine tasting. Oh. Interesting experience. Did you have to like spit it out after drinking it? No, it's no? not like that. I okay. don't know what that is. Because I, f- I feel like I've heard of people doing that. I feel right? like that's also don't... a wine tasting kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. where you go and you don't want to like get drunk, but you want to taste the wine and yeah. so they spit it out after I can't you sip. Fathom my, that sounds disgusting. My dad used to do that all the time because like he works in like the restaurant business so they like would have like the entire restaurant come in and like drink all these new wines that they're bringing in to like know like hey like what goes back there's all the bullshit words i can use to tell you and your bullshit ass dumb shit's gonna listen and be like oh this one is oaky wine is unfathomable that but all (laughs) but also to like find the best pairing of like food and shit like that like they went through like Mm, like hella shit yeah, I can't yes. imagine Gouda. Going, this going, Gouda goes Gouda with, with this white. Get the fuck out of here, Tim. <laughs> with this that Pignon, was low brow for you. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. I, I I couldn't fathom going to an event where everybody's spitting. That's that sounds weird. like a, that sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah, you don't like spit. In certain contexts, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay, okay. Um, but how was the wine tasting? Oh, it was fun. Yeah, you know, it was a fun little time. A good, did you have a favorite one that you tasted? Uh, yes, yes. And then I got pressured into buying a bottle of it because that's really? how wine tasting works. Yeah. It's kind of like going to a GameStop and they just are forcing you to pre-order things that you don't necessarily oh, want. Oh, yeah. It's well, they're like, like, oh, yeah, you're going to like this Dragon Ball Z game. And yeah. you end up pre-ordering it like two years before mm-hmm. and you forget about it. And or then you Final buy two Fantasy. Copies. Next thing you know, it's 10 yeah. years later. <laughs> and you're still, when you're still waiting for it. Dude, I've been all Sonic out this weekend, oh, dude. Yes, I almost have. went. I almost went to a second screen of Sonic, and then at the last minute, I was like, "I rather just watch Love, Sex, and Stuff live." There we go. Yeah, there so I did go. that. Instead. That was a lot of fun. We did yeah. that on Valentine's that Day. That'll awesome. be going live on YouTube uh, this week at some point. We're still working on awesome the, the date for that. But yeah, that was fun. But yeah, the the Sonic we left last games daily hyped up, saying we're going to play Sonic Generations yes. this weekend, and I did, and I did not, dude, because Whoa. not because of me. I tried for. Probably an hour and a half. My Xbox account just won't accept any credit card. I just can't, and, and anytime I'm trying to to buy a game and I test it with other games too, it goes to an error page and it's like, sorry, this, we don't know how to deal with this. Is this 360 games specifically or is it all games? I tried buying anything. Know. It's my whole account. I had oh, to like hit up my Xbox weird. guy and be like, yo, I don't know what's going on. And then they're weird. like, nah, I don't yeah. know. So then I, I played Sonic Mania instead. Okay. Which Dude. was a lot of fun. Yeah, I wanted still generations. A lot of fun. That's, the, that's the thing is, I've played Sonic Mania a lot now to the point where it's like Sonic Generations, since I'm a PlayStation person, there's not really, there's, I mean, there's no access on it on PS4, except maybe through PS Now, but I didn't, I didn't try it because that's not how I want to play it. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up going the Xbox route. And, dude, I ended up playing most of that game. Hell yeah. Like, my, my goal was I want to get to City Escape. 
and I forgot that I was like halfway through the game. Yeah. And so like I got it's all there. Chronological. Yeah, it's all chronological, right? So you start at the first Sonic, and then yeah, like City Escape is Sonic uh, Adventure, Adventure 2. Two. Got there, and I was like, this is great. And it's, you know, I'm here. I might as well just play um, the Sonic Heroes level, uh, well. the, for the first level. I forget what it was called, but uh, I played that, and I was like, man, that's great. And then I remember the next level was the Sonic 06 level, and I was like. It's a fun level. I can't, I can't just stop here. <laughs> so I played that. Oh, and I kept going. And I was like, man. And then I played the Sonic Unleashed level. And I was like, man, Sonic is so great. I love it, man. Sonic I is awesome. It. I'm still, I'm still gonna try. I'm gonna beat the Sonic Unleashed game again soon. Sonic Unleashed. Sorry, Sonic Generations. Generations. Okay. Unleashed never again. Yeah. At this point, I might as well beat it because I'm at like the last couple levels. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, I did not expect spending my whole weekend just I playing love Sonic. It, dude. Hell it was yeah. great. Speaking of which, this mm. is a reference only you will get. This morning, I was listening to Sonic the Hamilton by Charles Hamilton. Hell yeah. A what mix, a mixtape. Dude, a mixtape that is fully uh, themed Sonic. Yeah. And it's like a it's like a concept mixtape. And dude, what a great time, man. Yeah, man, Charles Hamilton, what a time to be alive. Rest can in you, peace. Can, well, he's alive still. <laughs> he's, he's alive, but not in a great place. Yeah, not in a great place. But yeah. Anyway, what tea are you drinking? I'm drinking... What's the tea? Uh, today, today is the tea. Uh, the tea is English breakfast tea. So it's oh, a boring choice. A classic. Uh, yeah, it's a keep it classic. It's a Monday. I'm trying you know, to wake we're up. We're celebrating our presidents or something. I'm not really exactly, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, a lot of people had today off, which yeah. is the thing I learned. Yeah. I was talking to like Yousef and he was like, oh, yeah, I don't have work tomorrow. And yeah. I was like, wait, you people, you, it's you, a national, you, you guys get work off? It's a national holiday, I think. Yeah. Why yeah. are we here? Because we get the real holidays off. We yeah. don't get the fake white people celebration holidays off. Mm, mm. I went there. You I did went go there. there. All right, white person. You did go there. Today's stories include me. Hope for Persona 5 on Switch, Rainbow Six Siege on Next Gen, and more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live, right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to, going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily to be a part of the show head to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free now it's time for some housekeeping the persona 5 royal first impressions video that me and joey noel did is now up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games it's about 30 minutes long mm-hmm. it's a very fun conversation between me and joey we kind of talked about how like i think overall we we came out of it fairly positive but it was one of those things where I feel like we came to terms that we weren't as excited as we were, I think, coming out of it as we were going into it. And we kind of go into detail about why. But overall, like, I think I'm still going to try out Persona 5 Royal when it, com- when it comes out. I- I'm sure Joey will. I think she said that she was having, like, a, f- a few second thoughts about, like, actually going through and trying to play a 120-hour game again just yeah. for th- some of the limited new content that's there. But at the same time, Persona 5 is Persona 5. And so if you want to hear our full conversation about that, go to YouTube.com slash kind of funny games or go to gamescast podcast feed because that's available there too mm-hmm. in audio form thank you to our patreon producers james davis david mindtel muhammad muhammad the nanobiologist frank furter shiraz rizak patrick patrick higgins travis gaikowski drew gardner dominic shorter jimmy burnt joseph solar and katie gallagher today we're brought to you by hymns and quit but i'll tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. A big cares does. Speaking of Persona Five, number one. Wow. Don't lose hope for Persona Five on Switch. This comes from Tom Mark. Never have it. I never will. Bro. Of IGN. I know Barrett has though. Don't give up, Barrett. It's never gonna happen. Persona Five still hasn't come, or Persona Five still hasn't been announced for Nintendo Switch, but. 
Publisher Atlas says it doesn't want fans to give up hope just yet. Rumors have swirled around about a potential Persona 5 Switch port for a long time, with a bogus Best Buy listing even popping up in 2019, but that momentum has slowed considerably. So IGN, so IGN asked Atlas Communications Manager Ari Advinciula if it was time, if it was finally time for fans to give up on hope for a potential port during a Persona 5 Royal Preview event earlier this month. To which she she responded, "Quote: I am a strong believer in never give up on hope." End quote. The fervor for a port was spurred on by protagonist Joker coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate early last year, but ended up being squelched somewhat when the teased P5S turned out to be Persona 5 Scramble, an entirely new game and essentially full-on sequel coming to Switch. But Advin Sela says fans making their their voices heard is the only way it'll happen. Quote, you want what you want, she explained. And if if you don't let us know it we're never going to be able to make it evansila said atlas is listening and does see the desire for persona 5 on switch saying quote it's important to always voice your opinion end quote evansila encouraged fans to quote keep telling us what you want saying she was fighting for it internally as well however it's important to point out that she also said she's obviously not the decision maker in a situation like this despite being an internal champion for it so this shouldn't be taken as an indication of what is happening or could come or could happen down the line. Barrett, Persona 5 fan number one in this building. Or Joe. Who, who Joey's is not in the building right now. Yeah, Joey's not in the building. That's a good point. Persona 5 is my game of all time. It's my favorite game of all time. That's also, crazy. Also, did I hear that she was like, oh, please let us know if you want it? We've been yeah. telling you. <laughs> We've been keep, said it. You got to keep telling her, though, dude. This is, <laughs> this is This is interesting because uh, her being the communications manager, right? Yes. Like, you don't just get to say whatever the hell you want. Like you're yeah. representing the company in some way, right? And sure, she can have her her interest, but like th- you you're not supposed to let that get in the way of your company because that could cause a lot of issues, right? Yeah. So I don't. While I don't think this is necessarily a sign that it's going to happen, I do think it's a sign that there is discussions about it. Yeah, and, it's and possible. That, yeah, and that it is possible. It's not completely ruled out um, because I don't think that she would be egging fans of a franchise on to bombard Twitter accounts yeah, for even positive things, uh, like wanting something. You, you don't ask for that type of uh, responses in your, in your at mentions. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless it might lead to something. Yeah, I think Persona 5 on Switch is inevitable. And I know, I know the discussion really is, like, does Sony have some sort of deal with Atlas so that Persona mainline Persona games are exclusive to Sony platforms? Because if you look at the history of Persona, right, every major Persona game has come out exclusively on a Sony platform. Uh, and then you have games like Persona 5S or um, the... Persona Q. Persona Q, yeah. Persona Q coming out on 3DS, 3DS. or DS. 3DS? 3DS, yeah. 3DS. Uh, you have cases like that where Persona games come out on different platforms, but for the most part, right, mainline Persona games have come out only on PlayStation. I'm a believer that that is less so a deal and more so by circumstance. I think if it was a deal, we would know by now. Yeah, that's the thing, right? And I, I, I feel like when you look at the history of Persona, right, you look at, well, I, I guess I can't really speak from Persona 1 and 2, right? I guess Persona 1, at that point, like, that game is going to come out on PlayStation and what? N sixty four and I don't I don't see that I think game it was on, PC or something. Was like it that. was it on PC also? Yeah, right, but like I, I like I could see why that game wouldn't come to N sixty four given the type of game that is and given the type of period that was right. Yeah, I don't know anything about Persona two. Persona three was a PS two game and I can't 
put my mind state back then. But between Persona 3 and I mean, Persona... I think about it. JRPGs were just tied to PlayStation, PlayStation 1 and 2. Yeah, and that's the thing, that right? Time. Persona Absolutely. 3, Persona 4, I can see why that would come out on PS2 only and not on Xbox. Definitely not on Xbox, given mm-hmm. how Japanese that series is, and not on GameCube, right? And so now we're left with Persona 5, which that game was announced for PS3, mm-hmm. right? And so the idea... and. I can understand why that wouldn't come to Xbox One because given Still, how the Japanese yeah influence. how Japanese influenced that game is and how much that game you know rocks in Japan, I can understand why they were like why they would be like let's not put all this el- this effort into uh, making this game for Xbox when in Japan it's not going to sell it's PS3 and PS4 yeah PS3 like, that, and PS4. that's where their heads were at yeah and like if they started that development for that game on PS3, I can understand why they wouldn't put it on Switch either well, at launch. Being the thing, right? Like yeah. you being what the actual thing at that time was. But yeah, now that Switch came out, it's like, you know, Persona 4 Golden came to Vita, right? And granted, yeah. that's PlayStation ecosystem. What, like the Switch is just the successful Vita. So there's no way that they don't want it there. Yeah. That's my thing is that's why I think, you know, I mean, it's only going to be one of two cases, right? One being that there's a deal, which I'm not sold on that there's a, there's a deal. Two is that circumstantially, there's just not really been a reason to put a mainline Persona game on anything but PlayStation until now, right? I feel like if Persona Five doesn't come out in some form for Switch, then there is some there's some sort of deal in place. Yeah, the deal stuff's always interesting because you know it's it it's usually very clear up front. Uh, this is an exclusive, and this is why it's an exclusive, and you you kind of have that framework. Mm-hmm. Um, when we knew that Rise of the Tomb Raider was going to be Xbox exclusive. Like that for for the t- the timed exclusive, right? Like yeah. we, we knew that, and like they came out, and it was a little bit blurry for a, a while, where it's like, oh, how long is the time going to be, and all that. Yeah. But now, like you know, as the industry changes and evolves, and these kind of things become a bit more commonplace, Final Fantasy VII remake is a uh, timed exclusive to PlayStation. Uh, we knew that since it was first revealed and announced, but we didn't know what the details on now on the box. It literally says like on the bottom right, there's like a PlayStation thing, and it's yeah. like. One year timed exclusive, and if I remember correctly, I think last week it actually got. I think it's a year and a month or something. There's like some weird addendum they added to it, but um, that's super clear and upfront. Persona Five coming out when it did didn't have that level of transparency, and um, I wonder. I just I wonder what what the deal is. But I feel like if there was a deal at this point, with how much people are asking, especially when internal people are talking about this, you just nip it in the bud if it was not possible. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Or there is a deal. It is not possible, and they just want it really bad. So they're trying to get a whole stir up to maybe make the powers that be be like, you know what, fine. Yeah, make it like a crossplay kind of thing where it's yeah. like put the pressure on Sony <laughs> to let this yeah. happen, which is a totally different situation. And yeah, different. that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, um, but I would love to see Persona Five on Switch. I know many people would, but that's the thing, right? I would rather replay Persona Five on Switch than play Persona Five Royal on console. Like that's kind of where I where I'm at, right? Where like. The Persona 4 Golden I played on Vita, and I feel like as a handheld experience, Persona works so well because it is kind of a bite-sized game, at least like when you're taking it a day at a time in the format of those games go, mm-hmm. right? When you're in the dungeon, you kind of want do want to kind of spend time in there. But even that, right, like I, I, I could see an argument that those experiences work better as a handheld experience as opposed to a sit down in your living room for 120 hours. Well, that was the a power big of the ask. Nintendo Switch. You can do both. Exactly. Number two, Rainbow Six Siege is coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X with crossplay in the works. This comes from Matt Brown of Windows Central. I'm loving it, bless. The, everything we've been talking about, Dude. this next gen, this gen, cross shit, it's happening. Yeah, and this, bounce, this, this bounces off the conversation we were having on Friday very well. And so to start, 
Rainbow Six Siege targets a launch day release on both next-generation consoles. Leroy Athanasoff, game director, tells Windows Central. With recent amendments to its seasonal structure, its team of several hundred employees is committing resources toward the new systems. Ubisoft hopes Rainbow Six Siege leverages that hardware on release day, translating to a holiday 2020 availability. Quote, why I can't give you a date is because those dates are in the end on people doing the next-gen consoles, Athanasoff stated. What I can tell you is that we are going to be on the consoles from launch when they will release the consoles, but it's up to them to agree to that. For Siege, our target is to be available right at launch, end quote. Ubisoft delivered its first console upgrades for Rainbow Six Siege with PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox One X. However, those updates materialized months after their respective launches. The studio takes a more proactive approach into the next generation, explains the Thanosoff. Quote, we, want, we don't want to break our community, so we want people who buy the new system right away to play it with their friends, end quote. To avoid community fragmentation throughout the transition, Rainbow Six Siege will also feature cross-generation multiplayer. For example, quote, that means if you play on the, on the next PlayStation, you'll be able to matchmake with the previous PlayStation, end quote. Ubisoft also remains in discussions to bring crossplay to Xbox One and PlayStation 4, although it comes with numerous policy hurdles to circumvent. Quote, again, this is, a mo- this is more a discussion between Microsoft and Sony. We would love to, f- to be fully cross-play, have Xbox players matching against the PlayStation, end quote. Oh, PlayStation players. We are, we are ready to support that, and hopefully this will happen because, as I said, it's a general move in the industry, and there is nothing that can prevent that. It's just a matter of time before it happens, end quote. Fantastic stuff, man. Yeah. You know, and I, it's, it's cool. I really, really like the, these quotes here because he's kind of saying a lot without actually getting at it. But it's really saying it's going to happen. Yeah. I just can't say it's going to happen. It happened with Call of Duty. Why would they, why would Activision be able to get it done and Ubisoft not be able to get it done? Yeah. Right? I imagine that this is the future. It is better for both console makers to be able to have these games be played and enjoyed any way that gamers want to play and enjoy them. So, I don't know. I, I, I want to I still want to see what these boxes look like. Yeah, what does that, Rainbow Six Siege look like as a purchase for Xbox Series X? That, you know, that, that's the thing that I think flows so well from our conversation we we're having on I think it was Friday yeah. right? about like, our, like wh- why would you re-release GTA Five on a new console if everything is backwards compatible, mm-hmm. right? And here they're talking about like, yeah, we're gonna have a version, quote like a a, a version of. Rainbow Six Siege on next-gen consoles. What does that mean? And I mean, on top of that, for the fact that they literally bring up the Xbox One X and PlayStation 4 Pro stuff, saying we don't want to break our community, we want people to buy the new system right away to play with their friends, and those uh, updates materialize month after the respective launches, so we mm-hmm. want to be there right then. It's like, so that kind of implies it's going to be similar to the Xbox One X updates. Mm-hmm. Of which Sonic Generations has one, and you yeah, can play in 4K. it does. looks great. <laughs> it looks awesome. But th- that's so interesting. And again, I like that he's like I, I'm. I'm giving you this, but I can't say anything. Yeah. So, and I wonder what the conversations are with Xbox and PlayStation regarding la- launching at launch. Because the way he makes it seem is that like I don't know. If, I, I don't know if what what's his name if Thanosoff is, is is meaning in this is that it's up to PlayStation and Xbox to whether or not whether or not they get to launch. No, 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 it's not, it's not that. that. It's just it's up to them when they launch. When they launch, the he's saying he doesn't know the dates. Gotcha. Which is either. True, and it, I feel like a lot of these these publishers either know the dates already, mm-hmm. or the dates aren't decided yet. Cool, but I feel like he would just say holiday twenty twenty then, right? Well, that's we, what, he's kind of saying that. 
Okay. Right. He is saying like it's gonna it's gonna be holiday. I can't like give you the specific dates because that is up to them. Gotcha. Anakin JMT writes in and says, Rainbow Six Siege will be available on, P- on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Do you think this is something that developers of other live service games, Fortnite, Destiny, Division, etc., will do instead of making new games for the new consoles? Do you think this will satisfy gamers, or will the gamers want a shiny new game to go with their shiny new console? I think things are changing. And again, it's not across the board that every single game has to function this way, but I think when it comes to live service games, like I, I, I feel like almost without fail, these live games launch, and no matter how much goes into them, they launch poorly, mm-hmm. right? Then there's the stories of it goes up down two forks. Either you battleborn yourself out of existence or you Final Fantasy XIV yourself back into existence. Use that phoenix down. Bring yourself back to life. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and we've seen that tons of times now, like with Division, with Rainbow Six Siege, right? Like Destiny is uh, well on its way to, to solving those issues. I think that that is the direction this industry is going. And I feel like with that, it, we don't need to buy a brand new version of these games. Just let us keep playing those games because they finally have hit their stride. Yeah. Let I, us let let us have that stride with the power of the Series X and the PlayStation 5. Yeah. I think the conversation we don't have enough when it comes to games as a service games is that every game is different as far as what a lifespan can be, as far as like where where like how long a game can last. Because mm-hmm. Fortnite... I don't think we'll get a Fortnite 2 necessarily within the next generation. It's like Minecraft. Yeah. Like, I don't see a reason why they would make a, a Fortnite 2, right? Maybe we'll get it toward the end of the next generation or the generation after next generation or maybe never. Or, like, I feel like we're more likely to get, like, some weird spinoff that's like, here's a story mode or something. But, yeah. like, even that, that's not Fortnite 2. Like, yeah. Fortnite is Fortnite and it's going to continue to be what that is. And that is going to continue to change if Fortnite wants to remain the behemoth that it is like they are the industry standard they are the ones that are doing different things they yeah. are trying different types of events that said i think we will get a division three mm-hmm. right i think i think division three is very likely because yeah. that's a different type of service game like both these games are games as a service one of them is very much a servicey like hey like we're we're trying to make this last forever like this is a platform it's a platform yeah, yeah. division division right is a ubisoft game is a ubisoft <laughs> game that is a service right they do have these expansions they do have these updates the game does live but at a, at a certain point the game cuts off and they are like okay let's transition everybody to the next thing or let's provide yeah. an opportunity for everybody to start a new, start a new and like where you're, you're kind of going here is like those things can both exist yes as well as single player games as well as you know couch multiplayer games it's like we have hit a point that there there is room for all of these different experiences the big thing is cost and like money needs to be made from these games and yeah. where does where does revenue come from and that's where all the microtransaction stuff season passes battle passes all of that needs to kind of get figured out and i feel like we've kind of spent this generation doing that uh and that's why going into the next gen there's all this talk about ecosystems and all this talk about subscription services because that's how the money's going to be made yes yeah number three nintendo is likely to suffer global switch shortages from virus this comes from takashi mochizuki of bloomberg Nintendo is likely to struggle to supply sufficient Switch consoles to its U.S. and European markets as soon as April due to a production bottleneck caused by the coronavirus outbreak, according to people with knowledge of the company's supply chain. Limited component supply coming out of China's I- China is affecting output at Nintendo Assembly Partner fa- Partners Factory in Vietnam, which the gaming giant primarily uses to build consoles for the U.S., said the people, asking not to be named because the details are private. 
A shortage of components this month would affect Switch units scheduled for arrival in April after existing inventory and current shipments of the consoles have sold through. The potential slowdown would deal a blow to the to the Kyoto-based company, which is preparing to release an, a major new installment in the hit Animal Crossing game franchise on March 20th. These first-party titles are the lifeblood of the Switch, Switch system's popularity, sustaining its sales momentum as it enters its fourth year since launch, which, is, which feels crazy. That is crazy to think right? about. Right? Yeah. We're in the fourth year of the Switch almost. Yeah. Quote, we do not see many major impact on the shipment to the U.S. currently, but we will remain vigilant and take steps if necessary, a Nintendo spokesperson told Bloomberg News. Quote, it's possible the supply would be affected by the virus if it becomes more widespread and prolonged. End quote. Tim. It's crazy, man. It's real sad stuff. Yeah, man. So real real life affecting video games. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's a sad. It's a sad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, coronavirus of overall course. is like a, as a sad thing. Do you think we'll really see like switches out of stock in April? You know, I mean, it, it'd be interesting. I think that with Animal Crossing, it's really on Animal Crossing. Like, mm-hmm. how well is this Animal Crossing actually going to sell, and is it going to sell, sell switches. additional s- switches? Yeah. And I think that the answer would be yes to that. Like, Animal Crossing is that type of game, similar to Pokemon. That it's a perfect excuse to, you know, what I'm going to buy the light. Like I, I, I'm. It's been four years. I had the switch. It's time to buy another one. So it's people buying a second one. It's families buying a second one, uh, because you know the two kids want to go to camp together or whatever. I, I'm not really an Animal Crossing guy. Do mm-hmm. they go to camp? I think they go to camp. There's a camping yeah. version or like New Horizons. They're going on their adventures and stuff. It's yeah. a wild world out. Yeah. There. Are you gonna try it, out Animal Crossing? Like, I might. It'd be, if I do, it'd be my first one. Really give yeah. it a shot. I already Same. know I am not not down, but millions and millions of people are down. They love that stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. They love their valleys. They love their stardews. So I think this thing is the type of game that would sell additional consoles as well as consoles for the first time. Um, so that could definitely be hit by this. And we usually see Nintendo consoles kind of sell out around the holidays. Like even back with the 3DS and stuff. Any holiday, it was very difficult to find a 3DS. Mm-hmm. Which is bizarre, but it's just because they sell out, and they're just like, "Well, shit." There yeah. was only so many, so many in stock. So April is a weird time for that, but hopefully they yeah. figure out at the very other least, solutions. At the very least, it's not holiday, <laughs> yeah, which is nice, totally. right? Like if switches are going to sell out, or if switches are going to be out of stock, this is kind of the time to do it. Uh, the sucky thing is the Animal Crossing coming out, which yeah. is the big game. I mean, we have so for the it's the only game we have this year that we know of. Yeah. So and so timing sucks on that aspect, but. People will live. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if this does have ripple effects for like a potential Switch Pro, right? Like, does that then push if if we have if we if we theorize that comes out, say spring twenty twenty one, right? Does that then push that out to fall, or is there any effect on that? And how does this I affect next? I don't consoles? think so. I think the yeah. Well, that's the thing that's is like thing. how does the coronavirus affect the rest of the industry? I yeah. think that's the 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 bigger question. Um, hopefully not at all. You know. Yeah. But number four. Sonic the Hedgehog beats Detective Pikachu in U.S. opening weekend. This comes from Hayden Taylor of GamesIndustry.biz. The live-action Sonic the Hedgehog film grossed $57 million at the U.S. box office in its opening weekend, outpacing Detective Pikachu to set a new record for video game adaptations. Former record holder Detective Pikachu pulled $54.3 million during its opening weekend in North America. Overseas, Sonic grossed $43 million from 40 markets, placing its total opening weekend revenue at 100 million dollars still 61 million dollars behind detective pikachu on the world stage according to the hollywood reporter sonic the hedgehog is expected to gross 68 million dollars total over the long weekend 
So this is kind of a conversation I think we were having. Our on boy Friday did it, man. We're I can't getting believe a sequel. it. <laughs> it's happening. Oh, it's happening for right? sure. That's 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 the takeaway from this for me. Yeah. Um, Detective Pikachu, a little more doubtful, but this. Yeah. He's made, I mean, it, man. you made a good point uh, when we had this conversation previously about how like yeah, Detective Pikachu came out during a busy time, right? We had Endgame, we had Aladdin, we had a bunch of movies coming Lion out. King. Lion King. Like there, there were multiple movies uh, out during that time of Detective Pikachu. Whereas Sonic the Hedgehog is really only competing with Birds of Prey. Yeah. Which isn't competition at this point, and also totally different audiences. Yes, right. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like Birds of Prey is limited uh, based on its R rating, right? It's R rated. Yeah, it's yeah. rated R. So that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So Birds of Prey, that movie's so good. It sucks it's how so not good. good, how not, not well it's doing the box office. Yeah. So Sonic, pretty good too. I had to spend like I was with maybe like twenty different people this weekend, and like Sonic was obviously a joke. Yeah. A lot of people are just like, oh my god, who's gonna see the Sonic movie? I'm like, I already saw it. It's not that bad. Yeah. And I no, had to like convince them all. Legit, I was having a I was having a car ride with like Yusef and some friends, right? And like this person we I, we just met was talking about the Sonic movie and I was like, that movie was great, wasn't it? And she was like, Oh yeah, it was awesome. And we were talking about like different moments. And it's one it's one of those things where like it's it's weird how much of a common thing is it's becoming that people believe this movie is good, right? Like we all have this shared knowledge that the Sonic movie is a good movie. That's not a that's not a place I expected to be in right right now. <laughs> 2020 you know? is wild. 2020 y'all. is wild. It's different. <laughs> it's hitting different. Number five, Activision Blizzard is pulling their games from Nvidia. Or actually, no, Activision Blizzard pulling their games from Nvidia. Uh, quote, who, quote, it was a misunderstanding. This is an up. This is an update that comes from James Bachelor from GamesIndustry.biz. Quote, or not even quote, NVIDIA has clarified why Activision Blizzard's games have been removed, attributing their initial inclusion to a misunderstanding. And this is this is actually bouncing off to, from a story we covered last week about how, mm-hmm. Invi- uh, how Activision Blizzard was pulling their games from NVIDIA. So to continue, Bloomberg reports the Call of Duty publisher was involved in an initial beta test of GeForce Now. And because of this, NVIDIA believed the partnership included the trial period after the streaming services launch. In a statement... An NVIDIA spokesperson said Activision Blizzard was a fantastic partner during the beta, adding, quote, recognizing the misunderstanding, we removed their games from our service with hope we can work with them to re-enable these and more in the future, end quote. So that's a quick update for you. It's a misunderstanding. Yeah. Good stuff? Not really. I mean, not for for NVIDIA, right? Like, I think the whole conversation, I forget who it was, uh, who I was talking to about this last week, but... You know, actually, I think it was Gabe, right? Or maybe it was Imran. It was somebody. But the whole streaming wars is starting to heat up in video games, right? And GeForce NVIDIA Now coming out within the last month, I think, sparked a bit of a fire because it came out and it was great, right? Like the whole like. And it worked, right? The whole idea of it is that you can play games that are in your library already and you don't have to like pay extra, right? You just get to play these games. And the service is like at its basic free with a premium. Uh, version of it and so like in geforce nvidia now had a lot of good buzz and good press going into it and them losing all the activision blizzard games was kind of a blow mm-hmm. right and this explanation of it being like a misunderstanding and like oh yeah they're in the beta program and now that like we thought they're there they were going to be in the final thing turns out they weren't i, it's, uh, I feel like oh, it's is, messy. That, is that what they're saying I, yeah. I took this as them being like oh they're they're gonna it's Activision kind of being like, we we no, it's Invi- it, it's it's Nvidia oh. being like this is a misunderstanding. Yeah, I think I copied and pasted it weird, which is why it comes off weird. Okay, yeah, that's not good. Then. Yeah, no, so yeah, <laughs> that that is not good for Nvidia GeForce now. Yeah, it's a it's a weird kerfuffle considering how big of a partner they are, right? Um, 
and yeah, we'll stay got tuned it, and see how, it, yeah. how all this pans out. Mm-hmm. Whether or not more companies Streaming pull wars, from, man. Hey, force. dude, it's going to happen. The same that happened to TV and movies is going to happen to games. And there's not going to be one streaming thing to rule them all. That's just simply not how this is going to go. You're going to have to subscribe to multiple services if you want to play those different games because there will be exclusives tied to those services. Not saying I like that. That's yeah. just the reality we're going to have. Why do you... what? Why do you think that um, Activision Blizzard pulled their games from GeForce and V now? Because from what we understand, right, they had no reason to, right? They're still making money off of these games. Mm-hmm. These are games that people already own, get to play. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's because they want to launch their own service. Really? Because that's yeah. that was one of the things that we threw out there when we talked about it earlier. And I was like, it could be it, but I feel like that that'd be such a weird move yeah. for Activision Blizzard to do like their own streaming service. Granted, they have Battle.net. They have their own platform mm-hmm. that people can play games Dude, on. It's about to be not weird because every single uh, publisher is going to have some form of this. Mm. Number six, a fun piece of game history. It seems a playable Xbox build of StarCraft Ghost has oh leaked. God, how are we still talking about this game? This is from Zach Zweizen of Kotaku. Uh, and Barrett, heads up, I sent something to control some assets, right? There's a whole video that leaked. And we're not going to watch the video because I don't want the video to get claimed, this video to get claimed. But we can look at some screenshots. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure nobody will mind about that. Screenshots and footage of StarCraft Ghost, Blizzard Entertainment's abortive attempt to crack the console market at the turn of the century, surfaced unexpectedly this morning. The assets appear to be legitimate, although oh their God. provenance is unknown. The video above is one of the, one of three found and shared on social media and forums this morning. It's a, it's a 720p capture of the first seven minutes of the game. Starca- StarCraft Ghost was supposed to be a third-person stealth action game spun off from Blizzard's RTS franchise. It was announced at Tokyo Game Show in 2002, placed on indefinite hold in 2006, and in 2014, Blizzard co-founder Mike Morhaim finally confirmed it had been canceled. Another, another video from user Lears Manessas first spied by Kotaku, shows StarCraft Ghost running on a modded Xbox 360. Manessas says it was leaked online by some guy who found it on a dev kit. (laughs) I recommend people check out uh, Kotaku. I believe Kotaku has the video available if you want to see gameplay of this. But uh, let's see. The the leak seems to have been first noticed on social media when Andrew Borman of the Strong National Museum of, Museum of Play posted four screenshots to Twitter, which I, free, I don't know if you've already pulled this up, Barrett, or not, but you can show the people, right? So this is like the start screen. And then if you scroll to the next one, right, they got the select mission menu. Wow, man. I can't believe I'm seeing this. I was so hyped for this game. Really? because Yeah, because like, the kid across the street uh, played the shit out of StarCraft mm-hmm. and loved it. I could never understand it. I wasn't a PC gamer, and just looking at it, it just broke my brain, right? All these Zergs and Reavers running around. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Uh, but this, I was like, oh, you're speaking to me. You're yeah. trying to like take this, put it on console, third-person action. I am fucking in. Barry, can you pull up the gameplay video for Tim? It'll be on Polygon or Kotaku. I also um, love that it's 720 because yeah. the Xbox could do 720. GameCube and PlayStation 4 or yeah. PlayStation 2 couldn't. But yeah, I want, I want Tim to see some of the gameplay if you haven't seen I, it already. No, I haven't. This, oh, is, this is blowing my mind. I was like, watching it earlier and I was like, this is fascinating. It's like one day we're going to yeah, get Star Wars 1313. Just like... Could you imagine? <laughs> I Star watched Wars that fucking trailer every year, like without fail. Just like, man, what we could have gotten. What could have been? What could have been a dope ass <laughs> Boba Fett game? I actually didn't know much about this, right? Like, I think I'd heard the name StarCraft Ghost, but I didn't know what it was. This was one of those games that I was like looking forward to. Like every EGM, I would wait monthly, like hoping there's some update on StarCraft Ghost. Like, it's been removed. Yeah. Okay. Wait, no, I got a different link for you that works. 
Trust me. Sadly, the, the people watching the video aren't going to be able to see it, but I highly recommend. It's on Polygon for sure. So check that out. But I'm going to send it to Barrett so he can show Timothy. Yeah, man. It's exciting stuff. Gettys. Like th This is one of those big deal canceled games. Like, you know, it's up there with Scalebound and, and Star Wars 1313, where it's a, a bit older, obviously. Sent it to control. But um, yeah, just it's crazy that 20 years later, or not 20 years later, uh, fucking near. No. No, we're, I mean. 18 years later from it yeah, being Yeah, 18 announced. years later, wow. right? That's so me crazy. and Tim are looking at gameplay right now. This is a real ass game. Yeah. Holy shit. So, like, it, looks, also, it looks like it's done. <laughs> it looks really good being in 720p. Wow. Yeah. For right. an OG Xbox game. Okay. It's okay. like a stealth game. You got the main character here hiding behind a corner, and there's lots of stealth take out some. What are these, Zergs? I don't know what these creatures are. I have are no called. idea. I think these they are Zergs, though. Bug creatures with claws coming out their backs. And then you wow. shoot them, they explode. <laughs> It's a green dust, a green green splatter. A little Terran outfit there. Yeah, and then you can like, That's cool people. stuff, man. Yeah, man. Gotta love history. I'm sure Jared Petty's somewhere like freaking out. Yeah, Jared Petty's somewhere doing head spins. <laughs> he is he would make that sound, Barrett. You're right. <laughs> oh, I'm Jared Petty. Oh, oh. That's how I imagine he's Doki Doki. Uh Timothy, mm -hmm. I'm very excited to see whether or not a StarCraft ghost actually comes out. It'll probably never come out, but yeah. who knows? That One past day it was might. So far away. Right? That that past or potential <laughs> future <laughs> is so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to mom and drop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. My mouth is so dry. You got that dry mouth? And I think it's from drinking tea before mm. doing the show. And I got to figure it out because, like, one, I need the tea you so need I can the tea, be awake. You keep you going. But at the same the time, it's making it back. so hard to read because my yeah. mouth is so dry. So I'm going to drink some water and then While get it out. While I read out today, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Magic of Autumn on PC, Mokoro on PC and Mac, Rule the Rail. <laughs> PC. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, watch that video. Trap on PC. Project RTD. Random Tower Defense PvP. On that's a lot of damn letters, guys. On PC, uh, and this is from Nibel on Twitter. Warface has been stealth released on the Nintendo Switch. Available on the Australian eShop right now. Mm. Uh, some new dates for you. Risk Global Domination for PC will release on Steam Wednesday, February 19th, and Assassin's Creed Syndicate will be available for free on Epic Game Store on February 20th. Underrated entry. Underrated. Syndicate? Syndicate? Yeah. I think it was just because Unity was the, was the like, previous one. Yeah, it was Unity and Rogue that came out around the same time, yeah. and by then people were like, all right, we're fucking sick of Assassin's Creed, so like no one gave Syndicate a chance. I never beat Syndicate myself, but I played like a good amount That's of That's the one game. where it takes place in the Britain, yes. and, you, and you have two characters, the, yeah. the guy and the gal, who yeah. is siblings yeah they're twins yeah yeah 19 years uh we have rule the rail here bear is pulling it up we're gonna watch a video oh, oh no this looks like oh a sega saturn game oh, oh no <laughs> oh, man damn i was gonna say n64 but no, I that was that. like that was a good cut right there yeah oh man okay uh, we rule have like a the rail top down like it looks almost like a like a tycoon game, possibly. Like this a looks real like tycoon, but it looks terrible. If MS Paint was 3D. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a good way to describe it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. anyways, rule the rail, ladies rule the and gentlemen. Rail, if that looks up your alley. <laughs> oh man, we got to talk. <laughs> I feel like that's mean. I shouldn't be mean. That somebody, hey. somebody did this. <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody did that. Somebody You're did right. this. You're right. They did. 
Now it's time for Reader Mail. You can write into patreon.com slash games where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Hymns. Mm-hmm. You've heard us talk about Hymns and how they are helping guys look their best. If you haven't, it's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35. Once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. The best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some. Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. It's time to it's time to write a new chapter, one in which you have hair. Andy and Nick both have used Hims, and I can tell you straight up, they have some of the best hair in this office. No offense, Tim. It's true. Hey, I get it. I believe you. But I, I sit across from Andy, and like every time I see him, I don't tell him this, but I'm like, man, that hair, man. I just want to like. You know, he got that. He got that. I, I, I want to do something. Sniff it. Sniff it. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best versions of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA approved products to help treat hair loss. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. Dive into 2020 here first. Right now, our listeners can get started with their first month free. Go to forhims.com slash games daily. That's forhims.com slash games daily the prescription requires an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate the offer is valid if prescribed three months minimum uh, subscription additional restrictions apply see website for full details and important safety information remember that's forhims.com slash games daily next we're brought to you by quip Quip, makers of the Quip electric toothbrush, wants you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care is simply this, that if you have good habits, you're good. That means brushing for two minutes twice a day and flossing regularly, no matter what brand you use. Quip makes that simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to help uh, to guide a full and even clean. The Quip floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough. Plus, Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping, so your routine is always right. Join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today, starting at $25. And if you go to Quip, if you go to GetQuip, dot com slash games right now you'll get your first refill free that's your first refill free at getquip.com slash games spelt g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash games quip the good habits company quip it up michael knight writes in it says good morning kfd hosts when the hell will we hear about a new fable game huh I've been waiting, or I've been playing through Fable 1, 2, and 3 on Game Pass, and the uncertainty that there will be a Fable 4 is be- beginning to get me. Do you believe Playground is definitely working on Fable 4? Will we see Fable 4? Will we see a Fable 4 reveal or trailer at E3? Could you see Fable 4 being launched, being a launch title for the Series X? Thanks for all you do. Tim, motherfucking Gettys. We will see Fable 4. It does exist. We will see it at E3. It will not be a launch title you don't think it'll be a launch title? because halo is a launch title that's a good point that's a very good point they don't need so to you think in launch window launch window i mean perhaps. it could be a, like how similar are those audiences though it right? doesn't matter yeah okay although xbox are crazy i know <laughs> i was about to say if these motherfuckers get a fable announcement before i get a batman announcement i it's i'm gonna, gonna flip but here's the thing i was like you know what 
the Fable fans deserve like yeah, their it's, shit. It's been, They've been yeah, waiting a honestly, long yeah, time. Yeah, they deserve it more yeah, than yeah. you deserve Batman. Yeah, I, yeah, it, yeah. I, it's going to happen. And I definitely do think it's going to be at E3. It's going to be at the Xbox One. No, 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 no. Xbox Series, series reveal yeah. event, which and, I imagine will be E3. So yeah. do you if think, it's before E3, then it'll be before E3. Do you think it's definitely a Playground that's working on it? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's been the rumor, and that's like, I mean... It's one of those rumors where it's like... We know. We know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Ryan McCaffrey said so, and so I believe everything I he believe says. everything he says about Xbox. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. A launch title, I... You know, I crazier things have happened. I, I think the thing to also remember is that, like... There are going to be a lot of games that are announced and revealed at Xbox's conference or whatever. In fact, probably most of the games aren't going to be at launch, right? Like, Dreams was at that PS5, PS4 reveal, God. right? And we're just getting Dreams, right? And so, like, I could easily, easily, easily see Fable being at that Xbox Series X conference blowout, whatever you want to call it, and them not even putting a year on it. Them just being like, Fable is back, right? And then coming back in 2021 and then being like, it's out this fall or whatever. I could see that happen. Kind of like yeah. a Metroid situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I th- I mean, I think they've been working on it for a while and so I don't I don't think it's at launch, but I think it is going to come sooner than, than Metroid. I think it's I think it'll probably be 2021. That's my guess. I can see that. Parker Petrov writes in and says, "Hello Blessing and Tim. According to IGN's Ryan McCaffrey, wow, I did not <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> uh, the Xbox Series 2 controller is the best-selling video game accessory for the third consecutive month and fifth best-selling of all time." Video game analyst Matt Piscatella then chimed in with the following list, right? For the top five best-selling accessories by dollar amount. So interesting. First, in the first three months in the market, right? At number one, we have... Actually, let's start at number five. At number five, you have the Xbox One uh, <clears throat> Elite Series 2 controller. At number four, we have the Wii Remote uh, with Motion Plus bundle pack. At number sense. three, you have the PS4 DualShock 4 Black. At number two, we have the 360 Connect with... Kinetic Adventure or Connect Adventures, Fruit Ninja, and Gunstringer, and then number one, we have the 360 Connect with Connect Adventure Adventures. So my question to you, Bless and Tim, with the apparent success Microsoft has seen with both versions of its Elite controller, will we ever see PlayStation, a PlayStation oh, version of an Elite controller from PlayStation in the PS5 era, or will third-party premium controllers such as those made by Scuff the co- the closest we will ever get? Happy Monday. Parker, what is going on here? <laughs> I brought Girl Scout cookies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick is here with Girl I love, Scout. I would what, love a Girl Scout cookie. What uh, what flavor you. are these? These are just the, the uh, trifoil trifoils. I don't, I don't know, even know what those are. Well, I never tried them either, but I'll have a biscuit. Good. They threw. I bought so many Girl Scout cookies over the weekend. They threw in an extra box. I was like, is this like normal? I love it. I, like, no, I went to your comedy show last night, and yeah. one of your bits was about Girl Scout cookies, and I thought that was just a bit. No, I, just I didn't realize it was real. I legitimately got those little fucking meth dealers that stand out <laughs> on the corner <laughs> that decide that they're the cutest thing on the planet. They were like, you, sir, would you like some uh, Girl Scout cookies? And I was like, no, I don't want any. And they're like, are you sure? And they bat their little eyes. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to get a box of Samoa's, right? Because those, <laughs> those are the fucking yeah. goat. Those are the goat, right? Then I was like, I can't get a box of those and not get a box of Thin Mints. Maybe I'll bring a bunch for the comedians. And then I ended up getting five boxes. Jesus. You got swindled. I got swindled. I love it. $20. They threw in an extra box, and they laughed at me as I left. Dude. <laughs> Thin Mints, though, slap. Ooh, My shit. favorite ones. Legit. Gotta love it. Is that the butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> I love so much, so much that 
we got this butt plug, ladies and gentlemen, that we talked about on the Sonic the Hedgehog thing. And, and we're 46 minutes into the show. We're, we're like, I'm just going to put it here, and let's just not mention it. And I love that Nick Scarpino <laughs> comes in. The one time he's been on Games Daily in a year. <laughs> Is that a butt plug? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, the top yes. five um, accessories. All of this is surprising to me. Uh, some of those those things, I, they, those are the greatest hits of accessories. I get that. But I don't understand how they're counting accessories. Like, they're specifically talking the black DualShock 4. Like, that's weird they get that specific in that way. Yeah. I, I but then they, it, they're also talking about, like, bundle experiences. So why do they count Connect with Animal Adventures or whatever it was, but they don't count because We I th- Fit with the board, which sold ridiculously well? I think I mean, the uh, difference is... We Fit was the software, and it came with, with the board, whereas this is the Connect, and it's coming with Connect Adventures. It's very much like semantics, yeah. but, but I think that's what's happening. Is there another question of, like, did We Fit not sell as well in the first three months? Was that, like, more of a sleeper hit where it built up? Isn't this then, all time, though? No, this is the first three months. First three oh, months in the market. Oh, got it, got it, got so it. So I feel like it's either so what Blessing is saying or... The We Fit definitely had to sell more than the Connect, though. Even well, in the first, never first mind, three never months? Mind, never mind. Who knows? Because we fit so. and the connector different. The we fit sold more than the than connect in the first three months. It must have. Hmm. It must have. We hmm. fit was a phenomenon, and was the it? we install base was insane. I'd be curious. Yeah, look at the sales numbers of we fit. Yeah, look, actually, let's look at, look this up because I'm actually very curious. I mean, but that's the difficult thing. Is like we sold- only get the top five here, but we don't see like how much these sold in the first three months. We're just told that these are the top five things. It's like the most money made, though. That is another interesting thing. Connect oh, yeah. was more expensive. Mm. Also, the Elite mm. Controller, very expensive. Yes. So it adds up adds up fast. But yeah, the question from um, Parker Petrov here is about whether or not we see this from, or we see a series kind of controller, right? An Elite Controller from PlayStation, given this. That's the, it's not, definitely not given this. You know, I can't believe we haven't seen one yet. It's such a bizarre thing that PlayStation hasn't done that, hasn't doubled down. They added the back component. People yeah. seem to like that. It's a weird thing that they, when they announced it, but now that people have it in their hands, they're enjoying it. I love my Elite controller, the Series 2. Yeah. It feels fantastic. And I wish that I had the option to get a DualShock in that style. I would love, I mean, my thing is I'm shocked we haven't seen the, like, how Xbox has the design labs. I, I'm surprised you haven't seen that mm-hmm. for the PlayStation controller. Because I feel like for. It, if we're talking about Sony and Microsoft as companies, right? Microsoft is kind of that company that is trying to push for technology a little bit more than PlayStation, right? Like PlayStation is very much focused on its software lineup and making it making it the best place to quote unquote like play. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft is kind of pushing for hey Xbox Series or Xbox One X the most powerful, right? Xbox Series X is going to be super powerful. We have the Elite controller. We have like they're very much pushing themselves as a technology company because they're microsoft Mm -hmm. and so from that aspect i could see why playstation hasn't gone for the elite controller even though right like as a video games company they probably should yeah right that'd be i think nobody would would really feel bummed out (laughs) bummed out they got a playstation elite controller i mean here's the thing if playstation did this i think that it would beat the xbox controller yeah it would sell more people with playstations i mean Yeah. yeah like the dual the regular dualshock 4 is like the number three best selling in the first three months like yeah it would sell gangbusters i would love one too because the xbox one controller is just so good and then like i i really I, like that I, xbox one controller i almost bought an xbox over a ps4 just uh, based on the controller okay well now that, that's crazy i do it's 
I legit Xbox One controller might be one of the it's best my favorite controller. controllers. Yeah, um, and so I, I would just love some more like weight to the PS4 controller, and I feel like if we got an elite. PS4, PS5 controller, it would give a little more like heft to yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the Dual Shock that I would want that I get from an Xbox controller. So, yeah. so uh, before we even get to you, wrong, I'm correcting myself here. Oh, I'm, I am flabbergasted, young blessed. Yeah, uh. we fit has sold 18.2 million copies, which is what I expected. Yeah, that sounds about That's right. That's a big ass number for a game with a expensive peripheral. Oh. Connect Adventures. Is the best-selling game for the Xbox 360? Jesus, wow. at Holy 24 cow. million copies. How? I've never like. I don't think I've ever like interacted with someone who had a connect and like, ha, like yeah, just had that, a connect. That was my thing. Is I remember that's why like, I had to pause myself because I was well, it like, came with the Xbox. It did. One X or the one Xbox One? Yeah. Well, this is for 360. Yeah, this is for the 360. Oh, for the original. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. I don't yeah, think... No, the, I, I, the, like, no one had a like, connect during the that life cycle. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember it being like a thing. But yeah. My, my friends bought it. My dumbass friends. Like my non-gamer friends. Fucking so fake go. gamers. Yeah. I yeah, play that, uh, my dance, off, I was going to say Dance Central. There was, there was some uses for that connect. You didn't. You never played um, I'm Solo, I'm Han Solo? No, but my friend would sing it all the time in high school. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> now it's time to squat up. Aiden C writes in and says, I just got Division 2 on sale, but have nobody to play with. If there are any best friends new to the game like me or vets willing to show a noob the ropes, I'd greatly appreciate it. Aiden's PSN is Aiden the Average. So there you go. If you want to play Division 2 with somebody, you got it for three bucks on digital on PSN like you should have, go hit up Aiden. Aiden the Average. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong to see what we got wrong this episode. Let's see here. I got to remember to delete things is what I'm learning right now. Okay. The nail biologist says, okay, well, that's, we don't really need, we need corrections on the wine spitting stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nail Biologist says, reminder, Siege devs are aiming for 100 operators and reaffirmed this goal over the weekend when they talked about their five and six year plans. It's not really a you're wrong, but if you want more context to the lifespan of Rainbow Six Siege, there you go. Somebody's correcting us about Fortnite already having having a story mode. We know this. Uh, Nail Biologist says, miss new date. All of Kingdom Hearts will be available on Xbox tomorrow. That's a good one. It's already available in New Zealand. When was that announced? Like, uh, I, I know Kingdom Hearts was announced, but the date was... was I think that just happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. Tim... Wait, Tim... Nanobiologist says, We Fit and We Fit Plus are combined the eighth best-selling game of all time with 43.8 million units total sold. Okay, so adding We Fit Plus to that, but those are different then. It splits it. Yeah. Somebody here says Lion King came out two months after Detective Pikachu. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there was just like a... A wave of that was that was a very busy spring and yeah it was just like it was not even like it went from we're talking just May to July yeah and it was like Pikachu Aladdin Endgame yeah yeah Supercuts writes in and says something I was gonna say but I held it back because I didn't think it was that important but Unity and Rogue came out together Syndicate was the next year yeah that's I said that you said that oh is that what you said I said Unity and Rogue came out at the same time and then Syndicate was after oh well there you go yeah that's it we did it we nailed it yay. 
Hey, we did it. Uh, let's see here. This week's hosts, Tuesday, Greg and Imran. Wednesday, Greg and Gary Witta. Thursday, Greg and me. And on Friday, me and Tim are reuniting. Woo! It's going to be a great time. It's going to be good. It's a Tim and Bless sandwich of a week. Yeah, you know Tim, what I mean? <laughs> Tim and Bless sandwich. Uh, Tim, can you tell me about what Gamescast is this week? Because we're talking about predictions and bets, right? Oh, yes. This week, Gamescast, we are recording tomorrow, Yeah, actually. It is oh. me, you, Imran, and Greg. And we are doing our predictions and bets for the next generation. So it's not just launch titles. It could be. But we're talking about the whole generation. Oh, it's that's gonna be, so much, Tim. It's going to be a fun oh, one. Man. It's going to be a fun Blood one. Bloodborne 5 is going to come out. Uh, we have, <laughs> yeah, and that's going to be, yeah, me, you, Greg, and Imran. Mm-hmm. And that's happening for Patreon, 3 p.m. tomorrow. Yes. Tentatively. Awesome. And then we're also streaming uh, this Thursday at 2 p.m. and Friday at 2 p.m. Gotta, Halo, baby. Yeah. We're finally doing it. The full doing playthrough. Full Greg's playthrough. first ever playthrough of Halo Combat Evolved. And are we talking about who's going to be on that? Not necessarily. Okay. Because, you know, things might change. A lot but of people have been asking about the full playthroughs lately. Yeah, I saw people asking so about it. Like, are these still happening? Yes, they're it. happening. There's always we're a plan. Them. We're going to finish the fight. Well, we're going to start the fight. We'll see. We might finish the. F- <laughs> Do you have any hope that we're going to finish the fight this this week? Well, no, 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 no. We're not finishing the game this week. Okay, like, for sure. We're gotcha. at least this is part one and part two of our playthrough. But you don't finish the fight until Halo Three. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're talking about like the full yeah. spanning series, the fucking trilogy, Tim. Yeah. Of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily.